Welcome back to the Dealing with Life Stuff podcast. This is Fernando. This is Randy. And today we're talking about the truth of daily habits and the application of the 80-20 principle. Yeah, first off, let's start by uh, congratulating ourselves on finally naming the podcast. I'm very pleased with how that, how that came out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I just went in there right without really saying how that happened. So do you want to tell them how we came about that? Uh, yeah, I basically, I sent some names to Fernando and... I think all mine are a little too pretentious and thankfully Fernando was able to level me out and be like, Hey, what about we just call it what it is? It's just dealing with life stuff. I was like, let's do it. Love it. Yeah. So I think, uh, it's very, the, the, the name is very open to a lot of people. So we're trying not to be too broad, but at the end of the day, you know, we're going to be limited to career philosophy and life and just our experiences of what we've experienced, what we've lived and the application that people can, uh, I guess, take from our experiences. Right. And, you know, once we become motocross, you know, super drivers, we'll talk about that. But, you know, that's that's down the road. Down the road, for sure. So, uh, Randy, tell me about this topic. Why is it that we've, we've chosen this today? All right. So, daily habits. Shout out to my boy, Doug, for asking us to talk about our daily habits. So, a little background on Doug. Doug and I have known each other for years. We used to work together. And... You know, we were just really good friends and he, we've always just appreciated chatting and, and sharing advice with one another. And so he was pretty uh, excited to hear about the podcast and he's been one of our listeners. So thank you, Doug. Much love, brother. Um, and he asked to talk about what we're doing for our daily habits. And you and I have kind of talked before about, you know, what, what we what we tend to do in a day and then why it all goes to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, a lot of times, you know, Everything in application, everything in theory is very, very different. Yep, yep. Um, and I think, uh, you know, people have asked me in the past too, is like, you know, not to be full of it, but like, how do you get so much done? Mm-hmm. And I think I've been able to set certain protocols in my life to where I get to batch things. Like, for example, these podcast episodes. Yep. You know, people might think that we're getting together on the daily to record them, but we just commit a few hours and knock a few of them out. Right. And we're good for a while. So same thing goes for, for the habits. I think it's important to to batch certain things. But from a daily routine, I think it's important to to uh, create certain disciplines and develop keystone habits. Yep. Uh, I think those are the ones that get us further along. Uh, so for me, I think applic- or in theory, uh, the ones that I would like to do, I'd like to wake up early. Mm-hmm. I'd like to drink my cold water. Right. I'd like to eat <laughs> with lemon. I'd like to... Um, take a cold shower, uh, go work out and take care of those things in the morning. But I think what ends up happening is you wake up early enough to try to get one of those things done. Right, right. Yeah, I, you know, I also fall into the category of I have great habits. And then but I also have this idea of what I should be doing. And even though my habits are probably good compared to a lot of people, there's still more I feel like I should be doing. So like even this last week, and this is a great time to talk about it. I wrote up a weekly schedule of what I think I should be doing with my time. And so it's like, you know, wake up at, at, uh, for me, it's wake up at 545 so that I can, you know, get hydrated real quick and then head to the gym and go work out, uh, work out for 45 minutes, an hour, get back, have my breakfast, shower, get ready for work and head to work. And then after work, it's, you know, work on this, this hobby, work on this hobby, uh, and then read, go to bed. And, some and that's that's the goal but it almost never ends up working out like that because you know for us being social it's like hey we've got a happy hour for our industry so okay let's go participate in that or we've got a breakfast a lunch or something throws a wrench in the plan and it's it's working to to be able to accept that monkey wrench and still 
get done what you need to get done. And I think batching what you referred to earlier is a great way to to be able to work with yourself and get things done because you can't you can't really touch all of the things that you need to do in a day. So at least for I can't I, I can't speak for everybody, but I personally can't do that. And so what I like to do is determine that day I need to push this forward as much as I can. And, you know, my 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 boss actually is a big proponent of just push things forward one as much as you can once as if you just touch it think about it and then if you can't do anything that's fine but at least you thought about it and made a decision not to do anything about it um but for me batching on like my hobby stuff and the podcast and all these other things it's all right i'm working on that today for the next few hours i'm going to get done everything i need to get done and then i'm going to move on so for those people who don't know what batching is do you want to jump over really quick just to define the word yeah, yeah. So batching, and I think you probably derive the definition from Tim Ferriss like I do, um, but it's basically bulk work. So for instance, if I'm checking my emails, I'm going to check all my emails at once versus like getting distracted while I'm working on another project to check on the notification that just popped up. It's no, like I'm going to work on this now and not be bothered by anything else until I'm done working on what I am working on. And you can take that principle beyond emails to you know, writing a, a, a book or uh, recording a podcast and doing it that way. What's been really easy for me as far as developing the routines and developing the habits is theming my days. Mm. So, you know, for example, you know, I'm very, we're both very involved in volunteer organizations and 501c3s. We have multiple leadership roles. So, for example, Mondays for me is dedicated to volunteer work after work. Okay. So I have my eight to five, right? Or mm-hmm. six to 10 or whatever we work. Right. <laughs> um, but my Mondays is volunteer work. Tuesdays is dedicated to um, my personal health. Mm-hmm. Then Wednesdays is dedicated to my relationship. Then Thursdays is dedicated to my volunteer work and then so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But it makes it a lot easier for me to say no to certain things. Yeah. Because to your point earlier about, you know, we have happy hours, we have events, we have different things uh, that we get invited to. And at the end of the day, we always want to say yes. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have the discipline and the habit in place to say, sorry, I can't go do this because today is X, Y, Z. Right. And I just can't attend. Granted, there's times where that is a career limiting move. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a podcast episode on itself. Sure. It's sometimes you just have to say no to you mm-hmm. and you have to move on and help develop your career. But again, I won't go on a tangent on that uh, subject, but I think it's important for people to understand what makes them happy on the daily. Mm-hmm. And I think those are going to be the habits that are keystone habits that really elevate what you're trying to accomplish that particular day. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Keystone habit is like a, a great way to put it. So I know that I can mark off my keystone habits right now. So my keystone, I always wake up early. Like ever since uh, college, my like sophomore year of college, I'm up at 6 a.m. or earlier during the week because um I like to have that time for my brain to get warmed up and get ready for the day versus like rolling out of bed, hopping in the shower and getting to the office. Like I would be a mess if that, if that happened. Have you ever heard of energy management? No. Like, you know, people talk about time management, right? Uh I think energy management is another, uh, another thing to talk about. Right. Yeah. Uh, I think sometimes, you know, to your point, you wake up really early because you want to get going. Mm -hmm. And I think people who say they're night owls, granted some people are, but for the most part, I think, people don't give themselves a chance to really rev up to do quality work in the morning Yeah. because they're waking up late. They're upset at the alarm clock. They're upset that they have to wake up. Mm -hmm. And by the time they 
gain the energy to want to be um, productive, effective yeah. and productive, they go to lunch. Yeah. And they carb up and then they feel like crap after lunch. And it's not until like four or five that they actually feel like working. And then by that time, it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's different. But, but to your point of not giving it a chance, um, I think that's very much the case. People tend to put labels on themselves. And then once you put your, a label on yourself, you identify with that. So if you're not adhering to that label you've given yourself, then suddenly you have lost part of your identity and people are scared of that. Uh, so like for me, even though I wake up early, I wouldn't ever call myself an early riser. It's just, no, it's just my habit. I just tend to, I just tend to wake up early because I like to get things done. Um, but yeah, and that applies to, to people that stay up late or like go blackout drinking every weekend. It's like, you don't have to do that, but I know you want to do that, but I, I, you know, I don't think you should identify yourself as like a party or a club person or whatever it is. Um, let me ask you this. What if you didn't wake up early? What do you think that would do? Oh man. Um, I don't know, but I don't think I would want to know the outcome. Right. And I, and I think it's, it's one of those questions where people tend to try to develop these habits with all of the, um, the positive and, and like you, you have every intention of setting up a habit with the positive outcomes. Mm Mm-hmm. However, the average person, at least from my experience, everyone's different, but the average person tends to say, I want to set this habit. And if I set this habit, these are all the bad things that are going to happen. Mm. This is why I can't wake up early because I'm going to be tired all day mm-hmm. because I'm going to be, I can't do my job Yeah. because I don't have enough sleep and because I'm going to die early. <laughs> like Those are all negative things. Like why would you try to program yourself to do a good thing? Right. All these negative things. So I think, I don't even want to talk about that as far as how to set a good habit with the right intentions mm-hmm. with positive reinforcement. Yeah. Um, well, I also want to circle back a little bit because it. I made a comment earlier that was like, people aren't willing to ch- go out of their comfort zone. I haven't always been an early riser. Um, I used to be a big night owl. And so I've been on both sides of the spectrum. So I wanted to make sure I made that clear before I just roast everybody that's not changing and then stand here on my ground and be like, I'm not changing. So I wanted to, to back that up and say, at least I've at least tried but in my younger years. And I much prefer uh, being an early riser. But um, what was your question again? I'm sorry. Yeah. So like if, if what do you think are, are tactics, if you will, um, for, oh, for people positive, to set yeah. positive reinforcement? So... For me, when I started uh, good habits, I'll take like the first big example I can think of um, when I decided to start losing weight. And I remember that day was December 15th, 2013. Um, I remember the the couple weeks leading up to it, there there was some circumstance that happened that really kind of pushed me over the edge. But um, I was at a point where I was like, I just have to do this. I don't, it doesn't matter what the consequences are or what my perceived consequences are. It doesn't matter. I have to do this. And, um, I think that's kind of the state you have to be in is, is, is not approach it, um, as, Oh, this thing's going to suck. I'm going to be feeling like garbage. It's no, I have to do this and I'm just going to deal with whatever comes with it. And you have to be in that mentality of, of setting no negative expectations and no positive expectations, but just the thing that I'm going to focus on doing this. And then I will worry. I'm not going to worry about the outcome. I'm going to do this. And then we'll uh, analyze from there. Yeah. Cause there's so much power and consistency. Mm-hmm. And I think 
you know, you don't gain weight overnight. Right. You're definitely not going to lose it overnight. Right. You know, I myself struggle with this too. I mean, weight has always been like the biggest struggle I've had in my whole life. Mm-hmm. I gain 50 pounds. I lose 70 pounds. I gain 60 pounds and then I'm stuck there for a while. Mm-hmm. And so right now I'm at a point where I'm kind of where I'm kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been like sitting around a certain weight and I'm trying to get back down to it. Mm-hmm. But it's because of the lack of consistency. Right. right? So I so I've set daily habits that are moving my career forward mm-hmm. that are moving my nonprofits forward but i always tend to give people more than i give myself mm-hmm. and i think that's also another topic to talk about as far as you know the daily habits that um, you set for yourself with your intentions of making yourself happy mm-hmm. and although it brings me fulfillment and making others happy and giving them something out of my piece i tend to pay myself last mm-hmm. and i think uh when I'm really good about like losing weight and things are moving forward, I pay myself first. Mm-hmm. And I think that also speaks in regards to the reason why it's important to wake up early. Because the moment you wake up, when you wake up earlier, most people aren't waking up earlier. So mm-hmm. most people aren't going to be texting you. They're not going to be calling you. Right. They're not going to be emailing you. So you get to pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. And if you can work out, if you can do these three, you know, uh, keystone habits, you know, we keep going back to that or your, uh, your big three things for the day. You can knock them out in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like you're done for the day. Right. Everything else is, is cherry on top. And I think that goes into the 80, 20 principle of the Perot principle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about as far as what that looks like in practice, as far as just taking care of little things that give you the 80% of the results. Yeah. So uh, for those of you that don't know the Pareto principle, it is the 80, 20 rule, which I'm sure more of you are familiar with, but uh, it's a rule that you apply to every, you know, pretty much every instance you can. And so in this particular instance where we're saying that we spend 20% of our daily habits to, you know, produce 80% of the results. Uh, and that is something that it takes time to understand what is the most optimal way to function. It's not something you're just going to be able to Google or ask your buddy to figure out. It's going to be very uh, person dependent. So you kind of have to throw all the darts at the board for a while to figure out what's going to work. So like for me, um, you know, talking back to diet, I, you know, I, what I did the first time was very unhealthy and I don't ever recommend doing what I did, but because of that, I also tried out other ways of understanding it, but it eventually for me came down to just learning nutrition and then being able to apply that to my life. And so now I just follow, I just, you know, track my macros, but I mean, I'll still eat pizza, whatever, as long as it fits within my macros. But like for me, just having that understanding of nutrition and now that I know nutrition in a, in a confident manner, like that's produced 80% of my results, just having that understanding because I can fit something into my diet and know it's not going to be a negative impact. Because you have the daily ritual of learning something new every day. Yeah. And I think that's something that a lot of people also, I, I mean, so we'll go back and recap as far as what we think people should do on a daily. Mm-hmm. And it's basically going to be everything that everybody else says uh, <laughs> that has a podcast and is pushing things forward. But at the end of the day, like you have to be a daily learner. Yeah. And you, you have to find out what you're, what you're wanting to learn, what you're wanting to change. Mm-hmm. And you have to make the commitment to really diving deep into uh, understanding what is going to drive change. But to Randy's point, you're going to have to make the investment because you're not going to just ask a friend 
and they're going to give you the answers. You're going to have to ask multiple friends. You're going to have mm. to ask multiple strangers. You're going to have to watch multiple YouTube videos and multiple blogs. Yeah. And eventually something will stick. But that initial investment might feel like a lot. Yeah. But in the, the whole uh, spectrum of your whole life, that's nothing compared to what you're tr- going to be able to achieve based on that foundational principle of what you learned. Yeah, it definitely pays pays dividends to do that that upfront investment and, and to just capitalize on it, you know, uh, infinitely. Um, and, and for me, I, you know, once let's, I'm trying to think of another example of, of an 80-20 rule. Here's a good one. Uh, whenever I follow up with somebody or whenever you like you meet somebody at, at an event and they're like, hey, let's grab lunch. Well, what most people do is it's like, yeah, let's grab lunch. And then, you know, you forget about it. I hate having that on my mind because the next person I next time I see that person, I'm like, Oh damn it. I was supposed to set up a lunch. So what I do whenever that situation comes up and what I found works best for me is immediately just follow up and figure out a time to meet and like put it in the calendars, like right then and there. Um, and that's how like I'm able to keep in touch with so many people is because I don't, I don't wait on it. It's like, it's like batching uh, it back to batching. Like I could wait and space out that time when I follow up, but then I might forget about it and like, I'll, it'll be distracting me from something else. So like while, while I'm engaged with this person, let me continue to be engaged with this person and make a commitment to continue to be engaged with them at another time. And so at that point now I'm like, okay, we've, you know, it was good seeing you. Now I'm, we're, go- we're both going to go about our business knowing that we'll meet up again at this point. Yeah. Cause there's, there's a lot to say as far as the startup cost yeah. to any task. Mm-hmm. Um, getting going is going to cost you 10 minutes, 15 minutes just to get the the action going. Yeah. So if you keep sell- telling yourself later, 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 that later is never going to come. Right. And if you start and stop, start and stop, imagine how much time you're wasting to starting. Yeah. And you could have just finished the task right there. And then when you wanted to do it to your point of just knocking it out and i think uh the quote that comes to mind is like some people wait to wait to feel like it but you have to do it to feel like Does yeah it, that makes sense I, yeah i get i get what you're What's saying quote? i don't i don't know what the quote is but i get the idea yeah you, know, you can't wait for the you know to feel like doing something you have to do it to, to want to do it yeah uh, you don't have to wait to get motivated you have to do it to get be motivated get motivated anyways you guys can google it i'll put it on the show notes um i'm not good i don't don't have the best memory but we're gonna go ahead and wrap start wrapping up this topic um randy any any specific habits that you think that you've incorporated into your life that you'd like for people to try to put into their lives yes 100 percent. expressing gratitude most important habit that i've i've learned to pick up every day um i will think about i will either think about write about or talk to somebody about at least three things that I'm grateful for that day and why I'm grateful for them. That one has been the most positive influence on my life. I think for me, it's been um, just a positive reinforcement, a positive uh, self-talk. Mm-hmm. I think I'm really hard on myself. And I think waking up in the morning and just telling myself that I can do things, mm-hmm. that I'm not there yet, and that I'm in work in progress early in the morning and before I go to bed, like those are the days that I feel the most alive and the most powerful mm-hmm. and the, the days that I can feel like I can drive the most change in the world. But, um, too many times I, I have negative self-talk and I think when people flip that around, like that's a, a extremely powerful habit that I've been able to incorporate that I think other people should try to think of adopting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of wraps it up. Uh, hopefully we were able to give some, some of you all some perspective on some of the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. We didn't go too far into detail, 
but if people have questions, you know, we're always here to answer those. Yeah, and, and I'm hoping that, you know, this might inspire someone to, to try to start another dialogue with us and be like, well, hey, maybe you should talk about this too. So, you know, happy to, you know, expand on anything anyone wants to hear. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening to the Dealing with Life Stuff podcast, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. See ya.